the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. Please give us a call. There we go. Look at my guy. 312-642-5600. Today's a good day to call. Uh, although I have been noticing, I don't get any calls anymore. What the hell is wrong with you people? Bust my ass to get in here. Three fracking jobs. At least you could do is give me a call. But um, what you did do that I will never forget and will always appreciate is that my boy, Momo, Mo Dids, Mo Green, Mo Sislak, my Boston Terrier, a handsome son of a bitch. Um... We had to put him down yesterday. There's not a more depressing thing. I, the Ezekiel Emanuel. I get it. It's for their best interest. And I guess you could say the same for people. But uh, depressing when you got to put that son of a bitch down. And, um, you know, I had hoped. He was old. He had a great life. 16 years old. And you hope that they die in their sleep, right? Because uh, we broke all the rules. When I was a kid, my grandfather barely let the dog in the house. Yet me, we'd let this son of a bitch jump on the bed the whole nine yards. And, I, and, you know, you get used to him. You spend 16 years. And that's what I wanted to talk about. Just for a br- minute, then we'll get into all the bullshit. Um, so here's the thing about the dog. I was thinking about it all day yesterday. And it's unconditional love, and we all know that, right? No matter what mood you're in, no matter who you're fighting with in the house, no matter what the scenario, when that son of a gun sees you, he's just happy to see you. If, if a dog isn't happy to see you, uh, you should put yourself down, not the dog. But anyway... Um, you know, you realize that time goes by, and what that dog represents, aside from the unconditional love, what that dog represents is very important aspects and very important time periods in your life. You know, um, real quick story. My wife had gotten pregnant with our second, we, we found out daughter, but uh, my second daughter after my first one was two. And, you know, I'm from that era where we were going to make sure we ruined our kids and spoiled the shit out of them. And uh, we were so concerned that they were going to feel slighted. I took her to a, um, took her and my niece to a pet store, where we let the you know the girl, my daughter, look around, and we were adamant about not getting a dog. My wife was very, you know, she just had the new baby, or we were going to have, you know, she had just had the baby. The baby was about ten days old, and um, she's like, "Do not get a dog. We'll get one when the little one is older." And I said, "Yeah, absolutely, no problem." Well, you know how that went. You could, you could, all could figure out how I listen. I don't listen well. So we came home with the dog because we left the store. We're halfway home. My daughter said, Dad, 
I said, what? She goes, I forgot my black and white dog, my little Boston Terrier. So I went back and bought him. And um, can you imagine, for you ladies that listen, I don't know if we have any, but uh, you've got two kids under the, your oldest is two. You've got a 10-day-old baby, and your moron husband comes home with a puppy who is barely five weeks old. You can imagine how that went over. But it turns out that the dog was important to uh, my wife and I in particular, very, very much so, because the reality is, He's like a little time capsule of the best times and the hard times and the good times of your life. And the longer you have that dog, the more it is attached to, the more it is a piece of you. So it was very hard, even though, and the rationale is is like when anybody who's really old dies, they had a great life and he did. So I want to thank you people for all of, because I tweeted it and I tweeted a picture of that handsome son of a bitch. Ironically, that picture was taken not long ago. I was telling my wife he's okay. I used to take him to the cigar store with me on occasion. And um, up until he died, he looked like a you know just a million bucks. He was just great. And um, you people all, I got over 100 responses to a tweet about my dog. Now, I have to tell you, for anybody to take the time to listen when I do a radio show, still astonishes me. It's, in, it's important to me, and I cherish it. Even the ones I disagree with, I mean that. I think that's the point of this whole thing is that you're supposed to have a conversation. I don't think it's supposed to be an echo chamber, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, As many of you know, I'm lobbying for the 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock slot. And if I think about it, if I'm making the decision from the standpoint of the the, the company, do you want somebody who is going to constantly question information? Do you want somebody who's always going to challenge talking points? Do you want somebody who, if, 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 and it's never happened, by the way, the, the beauty of this station, I'm, I mean this, I don't care what happens with the 5 to 7 show, no one has ever tried to influence what I say. No one. In fact, they gave me this forum so I could uh, swear. See, shit, I could say it all day long, nothing happens, no problem. Um, so it's, it's been, you know, I'm, I, these are my friends now. What happens in this business, it's ironic. The guys who are in charge of making this decision, they're your friends. So, you know, you, you want to you please them. I don't just want the job because I want the job. I mean, to be quite honest with you, I've got three other jobs. If I don't get it, I don't get it. It's not going to end anything. It doesn't matter. I would like it because I like this. I, it's important to me that this conversation takes place, that we don't look at things through a propaganda repetitive, rah, 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 brainwashing thing. We think about things. And it's funny, I I don't know if that sells on terrestrial radio. I don't know. But we're going to find out very soon because I think uh, I should know something in the next two weeks. And if I don't get it, I don't get it. And and the people that do it and that get it, I'm not degrading them. They're they're all very nice. I I have yet to meet uh, Carolyn Roth, but what what a smart, nice woman. And, you know, I, uh, Stephanie, wonderful lady, you know, obviously. Um, I disagree with a lot of the rah-rah stuff, but it is what it is. Um, and maybe that gets it. So we'll see. But in the meantime, I want to point out, I do like to bask in fundamentals and principles. And I do like when they kind of are undeniable and they try to muddy the waters so that people can't figure this out. And I'll tell you what I mean. I've been listening to this to this uh, Ukrainian stuff. And this is the beauty of Trump, man. The beauty of Trump is that we are all talking about quid pro quo. Or as I like to say, 
government. Because the whole freaking thing is quid pro quo. From the contractors who get those phony uh, uh, street jobs where they shut down miles of road for no reason and sit on their fat asses and be overpaid for time, double what it should have taken, in some cases triple, and we flip the bill, that's quid pro freaking payoff scams. Quid pro quo should be officially the name of our government. Because if you're going to give a little, if you're going to get something, you give it back. That's how it goes. You think anybody gets these contracts? Or do you, have you put together in your own head? I mean, I don't know how many people out there really think about it. Except for the ones who are actually paying taxes. The ones who are being penalized. The ones who are aware of what it is. Do you think there's a company, whether they give milk to a public, sell milk to a public school, or sell labor to a, a government? That they're not expected, demanded, and in some cases preemptively give political donations to those people who are voting on the decision. Quid pro quo is the American government. And the idea that, I can't believe it, Nancy Pelosi, this is outrageous. Without wanting you to focus on exactly why we're in this pickle, because that I, I, I so want to say the F word. That freaking idiot, Joe Biden. And by the way, for the Democrats, how, f- f- I want to say it again, how freaking stupid do you have to be to support these idiots? I mean it. See, we're, you got to understand something. The Republicans are the so-called Republicans. Those people who believe in the fundamentals and the principles were dragged into these freaking elections. Time in and time out. Dragged in with the less shit. Oh, he's not as bad. Okay, so once again, I've got to pick the lesser of the pieces of shit. Every goddamn election. Lesser of the shit. And every day we do it, and then we pretend by default we're Republicans, right? I'm not a freaking Republican. You think I have anything in common with those half-men? Half-men, like the Bushes? Half-men walking around pretending to be tough guys like the Cheneys? What What do you think most of us have in common with these scumbags? who have pimped out their political power to make themselves very rich. We got nothing in common with them. We're always picking the lesser of two shits. That's all it is. But it's nice to finally have somebody understand this is the way it's played. And the idea, it's almost impressive to a certain extent. You almost have to admire the Democrats' ability to give a little judo flip to this whole problem. Because it all automatically stems back as I was filling in for the, or as I was doing, i got to stop saying filling in, as I was doing my slap and tickle Chicago Drive Time show, we played Joe Biden, where he admits in his own words, I told that fucking guy, I swear to her, I told that guy, if he doesn't drop the case against my kid, the investigation, I will hold the billion dollars, one billion dollars. And what did he do? Well, you're damn right he dropped it. This is Joe Biden's own words, I'm paraphrasing, but that's, What happened? Ta-da, we got you. You just convicted yourself for the two-bit mobster, half-ass fraud you are. Game over. It didn't sit for 12 hours. For 12 hours, and you could argue that Trump did it himself. And maybe he did, and maybe he didn't. I mean, I I have to say, too, this, this transcript bullshit. What are you talking about, a transcript? Aren't 
I thought these phone calls were recorded. I remember during the impeachment for um, Nixon, they had the recordings. His entire office was recorded. In fact, it was astonishing. But you know what happened, right? They understood at that moment, we can't let that slide. Why are we recording the presidents when they are clearly practicing quid pro quo on macro levels? Why? And the answer is because that's what they've become. and They love the profit from it. Why would you want to profit in any other way? And then they figured out how to uh, commit corruption by proxy. So they stick their asshole kids in there and their dim-witted husbands, a la Nancy Pelosi and Paul. So what's nice about all of this is that if this were ever really investigated, you would see that it is an equal mob organization, that they're just two different crime families. And it'll be great as they expose all of the corruption and skullduggery that went on in the Obama years. In fact, it's going to be fantastic as they go through it. And even the fraud reporters the political sycophants who are just wanting to be famous or wanting to be in on the government or wanting one of those phony baloney ghost job pension power grabs that we call government employment. Even they're going to have to admit it. So it's a great play on their part. You have to recognize it for what it is. We went in 12 hours from saying, what did he fucking say? What did he say? What did Joe Biden say? Did he just say He's not going to give the foreign aid to save the country, to help the country. Not that I believe in that bullshit either. I would have loved it if he held it back. Billion dollars to those ball-bearing head freaking mobsters, which is what they are, the Ukraines. For decades, it's nothing but a hub of ex-KGB mafia pretending to be government. So I would have loved it if Joe Biden would have held the billion. But now that he shows it, now that he's going to do it, great. And it didn't take a day for it to flip on to Trump. Now, did Trump do this? I've had a bunch of my buddies know I'm, I pay attention, even though I took kind of the day off yesterday with my guy, Mo. Called me up, hey, how bad is this? Is this, you know, you think Trump did it? Well, I hope not. I hope he was smart enough to realize you could, why put yourself in the spotlight? I, I hope so. So we're going to see as they release the transcripts. And we're already seeing, we have CNN here on the show, uh, transcript shows Trump pushed Ukraine to investigate Biden has been the breaking news that's up for fucking three hours. So obviously that's their interpretation, which we know anybody that would employ Don Lemon and uh, Robert Strzok, they're not even, a, I don't know why they're even on other than to be laughed at. But then again, I could say the same thing for Chicago Nightly News. Um, so I was excited when this first came out. Depressed in the beginning, thinking, well, this looks like it'll be distracted on the Trump. But then I'm not depressed. And I'll tell you why. There is a multitude of links here. And it all goes back to how they hide the corruption. And the corruption is hidden Cyprus banking system. Cyprus banking system is where all the all the big time, big time billion dollar mafia oligarchs go to hide their money from all over the world. And everyone says, what do you mean, Russia? Well, yeah, I mean Russia, but I also mean America. Bet you didn't know that. You know, like the, the old-time scoundrels. Sure, and everybody wants to jump to Kennedy's, and yeah, okay, you're right, Pritzker's, sure, they're Democrats, absolutely. But guess who else is there? There's some Republican connections there. You know what I'm excited about? First of all, Paul, Paul Manafort, and as I listened to uh, him be identified 
mainly when I filled in for Joe Walsh, but I'd be identified for the scum that he was, is, and will always be. May he burn in hell for a thousand years. As I listened um, to that, I saw Trump as he embraced him, which I immediately called for him firing him, which he did soon after. I saw the Republicans wrap their arms around this scumbag. And to me, it's, it's, it's the prime example of, well, 85% of America really doesn't stand for shit other than their own phony tribes. Because if you stood for anything, you would say what this guy did was just as bad as what we're accusing uh, Biden of doing. And he's been doing it for 40 years. So I love that Paul Manafort sits his fat ass with his bad die job in jail. Too, too little, too late. Now I'd like to see that other scum, cuckold, uh, Roger uh, Stone get thrown into shithouse too. I'd love it. Piece of trash. The sad part is there's another guy named Black who was part of the torturer's lobby. He's walking around free as a bird because he was smart enough to cap out and leave. So what this will expose, that if we ever really get in to the Cyprus banking, is it will also expose the scum hiding, pretending to be conservative Republicans like Wilbur Ross. Now this is where... Unfortunately, I don't have the time, and I don't have the information handy um, to to give you footnote articles, but I can tell you Peter Schweitzer's book is phenomenal, Secret Empires. It is a book that each and every one of you should read, and it dives in depth into um, the Cyprus banking crime schemes. But there's something else, and it's not all in, in Peter Schweitzer's book. There's all, all kinds of information that after the banking collapse... One American high-up official was sent to Cyprus to orchestrate the reorganization of the the Bank of Cyprus, which had at risk arguably billions upon billions and billions of dollars that was oligarch money. Now, the way that they do it is the way that they do everything is that they seize the poor people's money first, and then they protect the oligarch's money. That's just how banking works, unfortunately, for us who are not oligarchs. Um, But they called one guy from America, and that was Wilbur Ross, who was a key figure in the reorganization of the Bank of Cyprus where all the crime lies. So I would love for a full-blown investigation of his action, of the other uh, American political figures who have accounts, had interest in the Bank of Cyprus. I would love for all of that to be exposed. I think it's crucially important. But as you see with the um, Mueller investigation, you see that these people in government, they're just political apparatchiks. I mean, honestly, they're just political animals. And it's only the foot soldiers of the FBI. I think they have 35,000 FBI agents, something like that. I remember a while ago. But those guys who are in charge, they're in charge because they're politically friendly, because they have political connections. So I guarantee you the the most integrity-laced FBI agent is the guy who probably never goes anywhere. The guy who probably works his entire life for the right ideas and the right uh, reason and always sticks and adheres to principles and fundamentals. And just like the regular society, he probably doesn't get very far because he's not willing to sell his character out. So as I, I chant for righteousness, the reality creeps in. In order to get into government hierarchy, you have to suck ass. And you have to become a political sellout. Sorry, it's just the way it is. How else could um, 
our very own Chicago land here build a hundred years of, of, a, of a Democrat mafia. And every once in a blue moon, FBI raids one of their houses. Oh, gee. You're raiding, uh, what's his name, Salazar, the guy that just got on the news last night, the scumbag who at a party, some fundraiser, pretended he assassinated Trump. You people saw it in the news. You're getting him, and he might be a throwaway so that the Cullertons and the mannequins of the world stay exactly where they are. Because the reality is this Salazar, he's a freaking bag man. That's all he is, a bag man. A scumbag, a lowlife. All right, so one of the nice things about coming in after the morning show, and I don't take advantage of it in the right way, is I have Dan Proft's clips. And Dan Proft is a clipaholic, man. I'll tell you what. Brilliant kid. Smart, digs up this stuff. I don't know when he sleeps. Um, and he pulled up some stuff to uh, endorse kind of the position that we have in regards to the scandal itself. I won't spend a lot of time because... Quite honestly, I think we surmised it perfectly. This just in, it's a two-party scumbag mafia system. And once in a blue moon, because I really think an act of Lord above, we get to finally a window into just how scummy and corrupt it is. And nothing does it like this scandal. Quid pro quo, where both parties point at each other and say scumbag. And ironically, for once, they're both right. The problem is, how do you change it? And one day, hopefully in our lifetime, our lifetime, they'll come to this realization and the solution that if you work for government, you can have no affiliation with the outside world. Government needs to be completely enclosed and closed off. It'll solve all problems. You know, that's why they were never supposed to be paid. That's why they never put in term limits. They never thought that the people of the country would be stupid enough to let these son-of-a-bitches profit from their position. But we did, and here we are, and the greatest position to be in is government position. It's the one that's insulated. It's the one with the power. It's the one where you could utilize that power to make you and your family very rich, as they all do. And that's the blessing of Trump. He didn't do that yet. He may do it. Who knows? Be suspicious. But that is the beauty is that he once expo- he exposes that once and for all, beyond the shadow of a doubt, without question. Quid? Pro quo is Latin for United States government. I don't know if it's Latin or not, but there you go. Quid pro quo is government. That's how everything is done, from the smallest job to the highest contract. So remember that the next time we're asked to do the binary cleanest piece of shit election cycle. All right, let's go to Nancy because I got to hear her because I'm hoping it's the part from yesterday where her. It's hard for her teeth not to spit out of her head. But i got to say something, too. Um, She's intoxicated. Is there even a question about that? Is there even a question that Nancy Pelosi is intoxicated? And the one law that needs to be passed immediately, and and, and unfortunately it's not going to happen from within, I want random blood tests, drug testing for our representatives. How could we have it for truck drivers and not for Congress people. Are you listening to this freaking idiot? And this week, the president has admitted to asking the president of Ukraine to take actions which would benefit him politically. The act- Isn't that exactly what Joe Biden did? Isn't her accusation of Donald Trump specifically what Joe Biden did in front of a studio audience? Action of the, tr- the actions of the Trump presidency revealed 
dishonorable fact of the president's betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security, and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Therefore, today, I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. I'm directing our six committees to... Official impeachment inquiry. Now, you know something? That's a word salad, isn't it? What is an official impeachment inquiry? You either start impeachment proceedings or you don't. An official impeachment inquiry. This is what me and my buddies from Morrow's Park and Elmwood Park would do when we walked into a tavern. We would set out for a official in search of a tramp committee. We would send each other around. We would do investigation and we would find out who the likely tramp was that we could hit on and go back to the Buick Riviera with. This is a word salad. It doesn't mean anything. This isn't a government rule. Where's the government rule that says this? This is to placate the communists and to create a sense of authority. And this is the greatest gift to Donald Trump there could be. This is, honestly, this is a guy who was born with a horseshoe in his ass, Donald Trump. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal that this happened. Because due to the fact, this is exactly what he needed as the economy teeters, as his Democrat-led trade party fails. This is the kind of outside help that he would lay on his chubby knees at night and pray for. This is, exa- I mean, it's amazing. you got to admire that aspect of him. This could not have been scripted better if he wrote a note to the Democrats that said, please help me. Now, Donald's problem is, isn't that he just hired more lobbyists than George Bush and Barack Obama did in eight years, and he did it in two and a half, because he did, for all the drain-the-swamp dummies. He did for all of the people that tune in to Echo Chamber Radio. There has never been more lobbyists in our government than right now with Big Hip Donnie. But I'm willing to take the good with the bad. And I'm even willing to take the bad with the worse. Isn't that really the summation of the Trump legacy? I'll take the bad with the worse. Because it's worse if you get these other scum in there. They're worse. But if we really, as, as, as a party of not scum, need to come up with some restraints, some leashes, some tethers on politicians. And one of my favorite scumbags who I think is living on a reputation. You want to talk about a guy that capitalized on tragedy? A scumbag long before September 11th. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. America's mayor, my balls. Rudy Giuliani is a scumbag rat. And I'll tell you how you judge a man. To me, how I've always judged a man. It's how he treats the people he said he loved at one time or another. What do you think of that? This scumbag with the girlfriend while the people were paying for it, set up in a hotel, leaves his wife, screws her out of, a, out of the divorce settlement, screws the kids. Now he's leaving the, one, the, the, one he, the mistress who he left the first wife for. This dimwit with the thousand-yard stare and that eyeball that mysteriously points to north like a compass. This fraud... He's leaving her, and he's doing the same thing to her. This is a guy, America's mayor, America's hero. Listen, nobody, I got news for you. I know a lot of guys who didn't make it through marriage. I myself have had my own struggles from here to there. But when the rubber meets the road, the guy does the right thing and does the right thing by his family, or he's a freaking scumbag. And that goes for all of you out there. You got one obligation, that's to live up to your word as a man. 
You can't do that. You're a scumbag. I'm not saying you got to be miserable, but do the right thing by your former wife and kids. Scum. Insiders saying you muck this up, your response. Man, I really did. And you know who I did it at the request of? The State Department. I never talked to a Ukrainian official until the State Department called me and asked me to do it. And then I reported every conversation back to them. And uh, Laura, I'm a pretty good lawyer, just a country lawyer. You're a scumbag. But it's all here, right here. Uh, the, the first call from the State Department, the debriefing of the State so Department. So why are they why are they out to the, get you? The, this this the, story the, is filled because, with unnamed because, sources uh, again. I, I will compliment myself because I do a pretty good job for him, and they try to destroy everybody around him. But they're not going to intimidate me. In fact, you mean I'm the way, work hard. Do you mean the way you intimidated people when you were a prosecutor and you misused the RICA Act to bankrupt families in hopes that they would jiggle something loose? See, this is the thing about being a, a, a modern-day non-communist. You don't have to embrace these scumbags like Giuliani. You don't have to embrace the former Democrat scumbags like Peter Navarro or that fucking freak Liza Minnelli, Steve Mnuchin, scum that he is. You don't have to grab these people. Oh, they're on our team. They're my guy. You sound like an idiot. You sound like Corky, the crime solver. It's ridiculous. Use your own head and listen to the bullshit. Giuliani is a scumbag. Harder. Because I don't get intimidated by bullies. I don't get intimidated. Oh, you're normally the bully. I have a book about standing up to bullies. But I never realized the depth of the corruption. I always thought Joe Biden was intellectually challenged, but a nice guy. I never knew the depth of this corruption. It's massive. It's shocking. And if I played a role in getting that out, I did a service to my country, and I'm proud of it. And everything I did is defensible, and what, everything I yeah. did is legal. Just like Gotti. And most of what they're doing is to cover up for a crime. That's what Gotti said. If Gotti would have just hired this scumbag instead of the bald guy, he'd still have his shit. That's what a lawyer does. Everything you did is defensible. Well, isn't every murderer in death row say the same thing? He's always got his own perspective. Did you order the code red? That's what we want to know. Did you quid pro quo? Did you say, if you do this, I'll give you this? Because if you did, you're just a different negotiating tactic than Joe Biden. Scumbag that he is. I got a sneaky suspicion you're a scumbag too, though. But forgive me. I like to uh, exhibit thought and reason. And I don't rah-rah. And I can take into account somebody else's history of being a scumbag themselves before I put my arm around him and say, you're my guy. I think Giuliani's a scumbag always did. Just like I thought Roger Stone. Just like I thought the Wayne Newton lookalike freak Paul Manafort is. Liza Minnelli. Peter Navarro. These are scum. These are lobbyist scum. I hate the idea that we did. These are the good guys? You guys are the good guys? Then who the frick are the bad guys? And who are the suckers? I think the suckers are the people that believe this shit. Uh, because the FBI's performance since his entire investigation, including up to this moment... Now, this I agree with. ...is uh, flawed. Absolutely right. Why am I doing it, Laura? Can't you figure it out? I'm his defense lawyer. I'm defending him. He's my client. I don't know. Only Donald Trump is not entitled to a defense in America. But what how are I you did, defending him by investigating Biden? How, because, just, because just spell it out of, for us. Because one of the things that the prosecutor that Biden had fired... And then the prosecutor that Biden helped to put in, one of the things they did was to dismiss a, dismiss a case against an organization You're that right. was collecting false information about Donald Trump, 
about Paul Manafort and feeding it oh, to the Democratic wait a minute, National wait Committee. Wait a minute, wait okay, a minute. Ex- False information. Hold on a minute now, Giuliani, Bobby, whatever the frick your first name is, who cares? Rudy, Fred, names their kid Rudy. Anyway, um, one of the things that happened beyond the shadow of a doubt is that Paul Manafort worked as a money laundering, what do they call it, advisor for the Ukrainian president who looked like a shaved bear. You remember that KGB scumbag? He went in there, he prepped them up, he told them how to make the scams. He also obtained a piece of the oil company. Do I have to, if I think Joe Biden is a scumbag, think that Paul Manafort is not one? How exactly do you see how they're tying together this tribalism bullshit? How if you think, and we all know, Joe Biden is a scumbag and always has been. Not a question about it. And what he did is absolutely and unequivocally wrong. Good. We're on the same page. But do I now have to believe that Paul Manafort, the exact same scumbag with 40 extra IQ points, is a good guy? You see how this... It's just, it's not. It's more than deceptive. It's diabolical how they build, build these tribes to disarm you from your own judgment. All of our lives, I noticed this as a kid, all of our lives we're told not to judge. That's why I reject 99.9% of, of, of religious salesmen. Not just because they're pedophiles with overweight problems, but because they're always telling you to ignore your lion eyes. Ignore your judgment. Think about what we do to kids. Don't judge unless you be judged. Okay, let's. I think it should be the exact opposite. Judge everything and expect to be judged back. Wouldn't society be better off if we did that? Wouldn't we all be better off? But from the time we're out of diapers, don't judge. Don't use your judgment. Who are you to judge? Why would you judge somebody? Thankfully, I recognize as a very young kid, I loved my parents. I did, but I didn't fucking believe them. Sorry. What do you mean don't judge? What are you talking about don't judge? I'm watching as the Greek kid is making fun of the mentally uh, challenged kid. Can I judge? Can I say at that moment, I'll take the mentally challenged kid over to the slimy Greek whose mom looks like a tramp? Can I use my judgment? Can I use my judgment um, when a teacher smells like B.O.? And reads out of a book and then makes up the rest of it because she's too freaking lazy to read it. Guess what? I used my judgment. I read the goddamn book myself. I've been using my judgment all my life. That's why I never got caught up in a cult. I think it's time we all use our judgment. So out there, use your judgment. And judge correctly. Joe Biden and the Democrats are corrupt, pretend socialists taking advantage of morons who are lazy and greedy. That's what Democrats are. And Republicans are better-dressed scumbags, manipulating their power, pretending to fight off the socialists the whole time profiting, and screwing the same people because they think we're the same idiots. And you know what? We keep proving them right. We keep proving them right. And the rah-rah shows out there, they're, they're doing it for you, beating you down. Here, look at this from this standpoint. Rudy... You dummy, you're right about 50% of the time. And the other 50% of the time, you're selling bullshit. That organization was run by... I don't think people understood that. That was run by George Soros, who then hired the crooked FBI agent, who is now working 
for George Soros. Laura, this stinks. This is Tammany Hall, New York politics to the tune of a billion dollars. Man, oh man, does it stink? All of the corruption between pick a family on the Republican side, whether it's the Bushes or the Romneys or any other neocon scum and their coordination with the powers of the CIA, with the FBI, with the bureaucrats in, in, in charge of land. What do they call it? Uh, uh, parks and land. You ever see the amount of the land that gets sold to these connected scum? There are no good guys. The only good guy is the guy whose face you shave, and that's if you make a good decision. And if not, then you're a scumbag too. That's how life is. You're just a bad choice away from being a scumbag. So choose wisely. And if you listen to the Liberty Hour, you already chose wisely. What do you think of that? See what I did there, kid? Now listen, I could go longer, but I have a commitment. I got to tell you. So I'm going to be um, filling in for the, uh, or I'm actually going to be doing the Chicago Slap or Slap and Tickle Chicago Drive Time Thursday tomorrow, five to seven. Then I'm going to earn a living in Florida. I got to hustle, and I just found out, kid. My, I never do this. I always get there a day early, but I wanted to do the show. So I get the plane. I get a call from my client. They want to go see property an hour before I land. So now I got to freaking push everything back, hire somebody to go show them the beginning and take over. You have no idea. It's very hard to not be a welfare recipient. Very hard to not sell out and go be a fireman like everybody I grew up with. Not that there's anything wrong with that, even though 80% of America is volunteer and in Chicago they're paid like neurosurgeons. Very hard not to be on one of these government pensions and then pay for it. Very hard to have to work like a dog because it's the end that you got to file for your quarterly. <clears throat> Very hard to put your own kid through school. You know, I don't get in grants, nothing. Pay that shit myself like a dog. So when all you people see me out there with my sign, it's not going to say homeless will work for food. It's going to say I was a capitalist. I was an overtaxed, underappreciated American, and I never took a fucking nickel from anybody. So how about you guys buy me lunch or maybe a cigar? What do you think? Too much? I guess in the in the end, look at what the government says. Due to Social Security, in the end, we're all communists. All right, listen, I've had a great time. I hope you did. Sorry for the downtone, but I lost my boy Mo. Still bent out of shape about it. And I'm not going to get another one because he can't be replaced. Can't get another mother. All right, we'll see you guys later. Thank you so much. Don't forget to tune in to Slap and Tickle Drive Time Chicago tomorrow, 5 to 7. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.